oh, oh shit. Was it like an oh shit? It was oh shit. Welcome to the second best show. We hope you crazy, stupid, love it. The topic today, second best movie twists. I'm here with my co-host, Sam. Hello. And Ori. Wings, baby. Let's jump into it. By the way, Sam, um, you got, you got, you got like a warm, hot drink in there, in the room for you to just, uh, Oh no. Does, do I sound like shit? I'm, I'm, I'm. Put on the jacket, oh, you know, okay, like, okay. you know, I, was just, I don't want you to. <laughs> um, no, I got cold coffee here. So um, by the end of the night, I'm going to be, I'm going to have no voice. All right. All right, guys. Are you ready to be spoiled? There's just going to be spoiled. Today is a spoiler heavy episode. Uh, we should start with that. Uh, this episode is going to just spoil all movies. So if you haven't seen movies, um, you should stop this podcast right now. Go watch movies. And then come back. We'll wait for you. And then you'll be ready. I don't know if either of you guys know this, but it turns out that Darth... I just learned this today. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad? Wow. I was just going to watch that this weekend. I guess the sixth sense at the end, it turns out that the guy was Bruce Willis the whole time? Since we got the bit going, should we just change it up and start off with the disqualified number ones yeah i'm well i yeah oh i thought the train has left the station on that i've started the train has left the station which uh we should go back and say um i've i've kidnapped both of you (laughs) (laughs) that's the twist (laughs) yeah i've kidnapped (laughs) it's the m night Shyamalan twist i've kidnapped both of you you're in the trunk and i've taken off the car as just already on the freeway uh, the topic this week is second best movie twists. Um, so, okay, here's the kind of the, the list of the disqualified number ones, since we're the second best show, not the first best show. Um, these are the ones that, uh, first of all, Citizen Kane, which I think is kind of bullshit, but whatever, that's like the original twist. It's, oh, it's, it, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm just supposed to love it. You're supposed to love it. And if you don't love it, a bunch of movie people are going to, email you and tell you why you're wrong. And that's why I've never watched it. Twist. Twist. <laughs> twist. 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 You guys, we're going to be, there's going to be twists all over. It's going to be twist. Today's going to be a complete twist-a-thon. Oh, I don't know if my butt can handle it. I'm twisted already. Um, Bobby, I'm going to spoil it for you. Um, I think that movie has done more for the craft of filmmaking than it has for actually like being an enjoyable movie. I've watched it. I didn't really care about it. <sighs> That's how you feel about it? <laughs> uh, no, I think one, it's like the, the, the twist is like something that is very much like, I don't know, been mentioned all over the place in like pop culture. And so I think also to, uh, I don't know when you interact with people who are like movie buffs or whatever, when it has like a hot take about it, or it's like the, the best thing they ever seen or like, People think it's trash. Like very few people are like, it's fine. You know, it's either like a masterpiece or a completely hot garbage. And so I think there's just so much like wrapped up. You know, I was like, I don't, whatever. Opt <laughs> like, out. Yeah, opt out. Yep. Um, so we got Citizen Kane. Uh, we've got Empire Strikes Back because that is also just the twist to end all twists. 
Uh, Sixth Sense, because I see dead people. I feel like I don't need to really say anything more on that. Um, Planet of the Apes. He was on Earth the whole time. And don't forget, and don't forget Psycho. Uh, yes, uh, Psycho, of course, the twist, uh, where it was him the whole time. Have you guys ever seen the Vince Vaughn version of Psycho, which was a shot-for-shot remake, apparently? I have seen it. I don't know what I expected besides just a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho with Anne Heche, Um And I think William H. Macy? Does that sound right? And Vince Vaughn. It was all right, and it was... It, yes, and it was a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho. Yeah. Let's go through the brackets, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. These are the contenders this week. The Prestige, The Game, Friday the 13th, The Others, Usual Suspects, Crazy Stupid Love, The Arrival, The, de- <laughs> the, Arrival, the Departed, which are hilariously in the same bracket. It's like an airport. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No, swear to God. <laughs> it, I, I hit randomize seeds and that. Yeah, that the RNG was <laughs> the RNG was kind to us. Iron Man three, the village scream gone girl, the wicker man. That's the 70s version. Chinatown fight club with a question mark and shutter island. We got any themes for these rounds, Sam? Yes. So round one, the theme is going to be the strength of the twist. That's how we're going to judge these matchups. So let's see. So round one, we've got the prestige heading up against the game. This is a tough one. Now, I will admit that I have not seen every uh, every movie in this round or in this bracket, Mm -hmm. I guess. Have you guys both seen both of these movies? Yes. yes. Prestige I've seen more recently than the game. Okay. Yeah, same, same. I It's been a while since I've watched the game, but uh, I've watched the Prestige more recently. Uh, so let's see. So uh, the game, uh, Michael Douglas, uh, he's a rich dude that uh, is bored. And so uh, he participates in a game um, that um, kind of, uh, what does it do? It, it kind of messes up his whole life, right? Uh, yeah. He ends up uh, with no money. He ends up buried alive at one point. Sean Penn is there. He's the brother. And then twist, it was all the game. <laughs> it shocker twist. It was um <laughs> it was it was I think it's for his birthday, right? Um some does he willfully does he willfully participate in the game in the beginning of this movie? Like is that like oh I'm no he right? It just kinda happens to him. Things are happening mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. his life. He's getting chased. Yeah. Sean Penn's like, I'm gonna give you a boner and what? Sean Penn is like, well, you haven't had a boner in, you know, 20 years, so I'm going to I'm going to give you a boner pill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember just like this sort of like I don't know, parade of like cascading like escalating like failures and escalation of tension and it's like brilliantly done. Yeah. Yeah, I remember being actually legitimately shocked. Oh yeah, that movie, that movie messed with me. Um it's like the um kind of the the actually terrifying version of trading places <laughs> so all right so the game the game um here's the thing i remember sitting in the theater watching this movie watching this character go through an escalation of things his brother things happen to his brother who's sean penn uh things going on with his um, girlfriend or love interest in the movie things are happening things going on with his business blah 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 at the end he's waving a gun around 
he jumps okay, he jumps I'm going to just get into it, okay? We've given enough spoiler warnings. He jumps off a skyscraper or some sort of a tall building. Lots of broken glass, right? Lots of broken glass and everything. And then he uh, wakes up. I mean, he he falls into some sort of like a, you know, one of those like a um, stunt. <laughs> stunt man. Yeah. Stunt man, bat, you know, big old, big old bed things. And then he opens his eyes and... They scrape away, you know, basically it was all a game. Like you said, every, uh, uh, literally every single person he's met has been like an actor, like a paid actor. They're all there. They're all clapping and everything. And he's like, what the fuck? Yes. And here are two reasons why, and this isn't going to be funny, but here are two, (laughs) here are two reasons. (laughs) I just, this isn't funny. Here are two reasons why I like, why I love this. Um, One is the character still gets to go through an arc. Right, like he learns something about himself, blah blah blah, and two, nobody actually dies, so it's kind of a dark movie, right? It's it's aesthetically dark, blah blah. blah. But at the end, no one is actually like everyone's alive. Like I don't know, I kind of liked that the dichotomy of all that. Yeah, I forgot that at one point he thinks he murders his brother, and that's gotta kind of fuck with you at least for a couple of hours until you realize it was all a game. Yeah. Again, no punchline here. Yeah. The Prestige, Michael Caine being Michael Caine, a story about magicians, which is usually automatic disqualification, but it works here. <laughs> um, so what? It's uh, it's uh, Wolverine and... Batman. It's Wolverine versus Batman. They have a magician's rivalry. And at the end... Uh, Ziggy Stardust is there. Ziggy Stardust is there. Um, he's He's an electric magician. And twist, they were brothers the whole time. There was there was a second Batman. Oh, okay. Not Batman and Wolverine weren't brothers. There were two Batmans the whole time. They were brothers. So one could yeah they they could take each other's uh, place. Wait, I thought the twist was that Wolverine kept on replicating himself and killing himself. <gasps> there was yeah. a double twist. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> I, I'm committing to my twist. That was a twist. <laughs> that was so funny because the whole time you're you're going through, I was like, I don't remember any of that. Shit. All I remember was like fucked up multiplicity. Oh yes, yes. I'll tell you what moment really messed with me in that movie. Um, when at the end he said he didn't know every show whether he was going to be in the box or in the audience. Yes. Yeah. That's that stuck with me. That's like a Christopher Nolan, like, yeah. you know, in his prime, kind of messing with your head. Oh, before he started smelling his own farts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Prestige, the game. Yeah, this is a tough one. Strength of the strength of the twist. My pick is the game. Here's why, and I'll explain. Is the Prestige um, definitely surprised me. But it didn't, um, and we're going to get into this a little bit later, unfortunately, but I can't divorce it completely, is it, it didn't speak to the whole movie. It spoke to like the ending of the movie, but it didn't speak to the whole movie. And the game literally stands on that. Like for That is the whole movie, is the twist. And so just, and so it blew my mind um, and it recontextualized the movie. God damn it. We're going into one of our other categories. It did, but um, it did blow my mind 
more than the prestige, which still blew my mind. This is probably the hardest one that we're going to have. But yes, the game wins it for me. So yeah, I think it's the game. Honestly, it's yeah, the prestige is great. But I think if we're talking about the quality of the twist, like, yeah, that end of the game, like, yeah, recontextualizes the entire film. I could literally hear like your gears grinding on this one. Um, I was going to go to the prestige because I feel like two twists are better than one. Um, well, hey, but- you just learned of the second twist like <laughs> 50, like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm all amped up. I'm like, oh my God, you guys, did you know this? But, oh man, just th- that last 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I think also too, because after I saw that, ever since there's the time that I saw the movie and then now where when anyone asks me like what I want for my birthday, I will jokingly say, I want someone to the game me. I'm going to make this happen for you. You're never going to talk to me again, but I'm going to make this happen to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're a true friend. Bobby, you're going to learn some things about yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm there for the, I'll be, yeah, I'll be there for it. And then when all is said and done, we'll give you a bill for $10,000. And I'm going to end up like going viral because I'm like crazy guy loses it in a inflatable T-Rex costume in a CVS. <laughs> <laughs> the game, but just like the people that are creating the game just have no imagination and no resources or anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so are we doing the game? Bobby, do the honors. Yep. The game takes it. The game takes it. Takes it. Thank you. Jeez. I had to pull that out of you. Michael Douglas is finally like, here's one for Michael. <laughs> Everything's coming up. Everything's Michael. coming to Michael. Michael deserves a treat. He gets up at like 2 a.m. from his bed, like <laughs> sneaks out to the kitchen and just like unwraps like a Twix or something, you know, like a bite size. He's like, yeah. Michael deserves a treat. <laughs> then he sits on the couch with a laser disc of the game, fires that shit up. Just a bag of Werther's. Go back to bed, Catherine Zeta-Jones. All right, Friday the 13th versus the others. I feel like I can't do Friday the 13th justice. Or your Bobby, you want to you want to try? I do not know the twist of Friday the 13th. I am not much of a All right. horror aficionado. I'll take it away. I could try to guess what it is. I want you to guess. Yeah, I want you to guess too. Let me guess now. I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you what I know about the film. Okay. It's at a, at a camp near a lake. So far, so good. So far, so good. Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, I imagine there's a bunch of um, 70s or 80s teen like debauchery. Yep. So far, so good. And nonsense. Guy with a hockey mask comes out. Uh, It's killing all killing all these folks. All right. Twist is. There's something that has to do with like his his mom. Like, is is it who he is? Um, You you got. You got very close. The um, in Friday the Thirteenth, um, it's actually here's where you went off the rails, Bobby. We where you said that uh, <laughs> um, a killer comes a hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Did you say the words hockey mask? There is no hockey mask. There is no hockey mask in the original Friday the Thirteenth um, because Jason is not in the original Friday the Thirteenth. Um, it is a Ooh. it is a killer that is wearing a sack around their heads. They go around murdering uh, these uh, these helpless uh, uh, kids that are, yes, you were right, debauchery. This is where we got the whole like- This is where the trope started. This is where the trope, yeah. If you, if you do it in the woods, you're gonna, you know, 
it's the woods are gonna stick you back um so yes so um the twist is um and yes and everyone they do mention um jason however it turns out spoiler alert the killer is jason's mom okay so there's the connection jason is the boy that um drowned um years back as a camper and his mom is back um taking uh vengeance on um the the the, the camp um and the kids in the camp hmm is this what like was scream 2 trying to like pay homage yeah. to this film in that in, way in, yeah 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 yep okay got it and, and here's the thing too is that like this was the original that was very good. And then they spent the next 40 years wringing mm. every little bit of plot that they could out of that story. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take the baton there, you know, cut to 10 years later, right? Now you have an armored up hockey mask wearing guy in space. Jason X, it was called. Wait, is this a real movie or is this? It- mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason X, Jason X. This is the problem with movies that, start out with a very solid uh, first movie, and then you know they have 15 years of additional sequels. It's just like Die Hard. It's just like Fast and the Furious. The first Die Hard, uh, Bruce Willis is, uh, he's just like an, uh, you know, a, a New York City cop, um, and he gets like uh, pulled, into this, uh, pulled into this thing he doesn't uh, want to. The first Fast and the Furious, they're just like stealing some like TV VCR combos. And then in the last, <laughs> uh, the last Die Hard, uh, Bruce Willis is like saving the world. Um, and then like in Fast and the Furious, now they're like literally like CIA um, agents or something. And they're also saving the world in space. So those movies aren't, those movies aren't on the board, but the original Friday the 13th is. The other one, uh, so, so, Friday the 13th, going up against one of my favorites, and I'm going to go to bat for this, The Others. Nicole Kidman, uh, she's in a Victorian house with her two children that are allergic to light, and there's fog all over the place. Um, they're haunted by uh, by ghosts in the house, and um, it's very scary. There's at one point where the daughter turns into like a um, little demon girl, and, and uh, it's very scary. It's a jump scare. Um, Twist, twist. They were the ghosts the whole time. Wait, I'm also allergic to light. Does that make me a ghost? Yeah, sorry, dude, you're a ghost. Yeah, somebody was like, hey, I like your podcast and the, and the, and the other host that's on there. I'm like, wait, there are two hosts. And they're like, no, no what are you talking about? Just, There's only two. Just the one. Or he's a ghost the whole time. <laughs> wait, I was Bruce Willis the entire time? <laughs> I didn't see the twist coming in the others. And that's why I am going... I'm going. I'm going to bat for the others over Friday the Thirteenth. Quality of the twist, not lasting impact for this round. Yeah, I, I'm not. As I mentioned before, I'm not a big horror person, but I remember seeing this movie in the theater and being surprised. Yeah, I think also too, like the others is again, like I mentioned previously, like one of those ones where like it's sort of hanging there in the air for you. Like there's clues there. If not, if you're like, you're paying attention, right. But like, I still think it's sort of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that dance, you know, like that. It still takes you by surprise. Yeah. Uh, also Friday the 13th, uh, has a exceptional modern video game, uh, based on it that I recommend everybody play. It's very fun. So, so the new movies might not be good, but the new video game is actually very good. 
This is a very unfortunate matchup we got we got coming up here. Uh, usual Suspects versus Crazy Stupid Love. Whew. I put together this bracket, and I feel like I have to defend Crazy Stupid Love here. Okay, because I was just going to say, um, I just think that movie is crazy stupid, <gasps> and I don't remember the, the twist, so you may have to give me the elevator pitch. Yeah. Here comes, here comes the elevator pitch. Put 30 seconds on the clock. All right, here you go. Crazy Stupid Love is a romantic comedy um, starring Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell, Emma Stone. Uh, Steve Carell is a middle-aged guy who's in the middle of getting a divorce. He meets Ryan Gosling in like a weird like bromance kind of thing. Uh, Ryan Gosling is a um, <laughs> he's a man about town, well dressed, knows his way around uh, uh, love and women and dating. And um, he takes Steve Carell under his wing. They become fast friends. Ryan Gosling uh, starts a relationship with Emma Stone. Um, here's the twist. Twist. At the end, it turns out that Emma Stone is Steve Carell's daughter. As you, in the middle of you, in the in the mail, in the middle of you describing that, I already knew what the twist was going to be. <laughs> Maybe I had to see it. I have a meta point here. I did not want every single movie in this bracket to be a horror movie or a suspense movie. I mean, look, guys, I can't really defend Crazy Stupid Love against Usual Suspects. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I did not like this movie. Usual Suspects, it's a crime, pun intended. Um, it's a crime that it, it's not a second best. It's a fir- it's, we've got another f- Fresh Prince of Bel-Air situation mm. happening here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to sound the lock, lockout alarm. We don't have this. We, we prepare to sound, but we don't have that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and I'm afraid that if we take it up to the next round, it's going to wipe the floor with a lot of these. You're absolutely right. This is another Fresh Prince situation. I think we nip it in the bud. Yeah, I think it, it loses because it's, it's, I mean, when you think of twists. It should have been a disqualified number one. Crazy Stupid Love takes it. Twist. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Twist. Crazy Stupid Love takes it. Twist. <laughs> I'm a huge CSL head. <laughs> All right. This next matchup is also <laughs> I can't get through this one, you guys. I'm going to I'm going to tell you I'm just going to I'm going to preface this by saying when I create these brackets, I I hit randomize. <laughs> All right, so we're going to transport ourselves to LAX for this next matchup, which is The Arrival versus The Departed. The Departed is uh, yet another entry into Martin Scorsese's Irish white dude (laughs) uh, anthology. Um, This time they're in Boston. I mean, the twist is that they all have really shitty Boston accents and that everybody dies at the end. That's the twist. Twist! Twist! No, yeah. (laughs) It's just for the last like 20 minutes of this movie is just... Random white men popping out of doors and windows, headshotting each other. Headshotting each yes. other. Yes. Yes. I think yeah. I think that the twist. Well, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, who is, for all intents and purposes, the lead, right? The the protagonist of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He plays the protagonist. He's in an elevator. He's done his thing. He's gotten pat. He shot a bunch of bad guys. He's all. He's worse for the wear, but he's gonna make it. He's in an elevator, it hits the ground floor, the door's open, and he gets popped right in the middle of his head, right? Right in the head, right in the forehead. Anthony Anderson by Anthony Anderson. 
by Anthony Anderson, um, and we did not see that coming. Neither did he, because he's dead now. Does Marky Mark live in this movie, or does he die? He's the he's the only person to live. Okay, he's the last one alive mm-hmm. because he kills Matt Damon, and it's it's a real contest to see. And and by the way, he's from I know, Boston. but they all have. I know, but it's no, no, no. This is my point. He's he's from. How are you from Boston? And you fuck up a Boston accent. Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Martin Sheen. They all have like really bad accents in here. And and um, should we all see how bad of a of a Boston accent we can do? Say Billy Costigan. Billy Costigan. Billy Costigan. Billy Costigan. Yeah, yeah. I love the departed. Departed. You know what's fun? You know, so twist. Jack Nicholson is in this movie. Playing Jack Nicholson. I bet you guys didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I want Martin Scorsese to stop making movies about gangsters. <laughs> I I think too. Like it wasn't even like an original. I think it was based off of like a Japanese film series, if I remember correctly. Yes, mm-hmm. in uh, it's based off a Japanese uh, movie called Infernal Affairs, or maybe series. Yeah, three movies, like three movies or something. Infernal yes. Affairs. Yep. Mm. I, yeah, I assumed there was going to be more because of that, but um, I guess too many people got shot in the head. In the Marky Mar- <laughs> yeah, Mark Wahlberg comes in, the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> Marky Mark and the headshot bunch. This movie is like a two-hour music video for shipping up to Boston. It just plays yeah. over and over and over again. You know what? I'm just going to – you can call me super basic. I'm not mad at it. You could put that song in a movie for two hours, and I'd be like – Maybe it's the best part of this movie. Do you think that Scorsese's like – Ringtone. I put on Dropkick Murphys. You need it Wahlburgers. <laughs> Wahlburgers. Crush some Wahlburgers. <laughs> Crushing some sick Wahlburgers. Okay. So, The Departed. We're saying, there, here's a twist. Is it not necessarily like, like a plot twist as far as like, here's something we reveal about like the story or, or whatever or something that like defies your expectations? Or was it purely that like, the like the protagonist like dies suddenly and like it just the twist is like playing on your expectations or that like shock value this is the twist to me is that yes the protagonist of the movie leonardo dicaprio who you followed through the entire movie he dies at the end of the movie it's like watching season one of game of thrones and all of a sudden ned stark dies at the end you're like oh how is old ned stark gonna get out of this one <laughs> spoiler he doesn't it's the same thing with leonardo dicaprio billy costigan um, you're, you're thinking, how is he going to get out of this one? And he doesn't perfect casting. Cause I don't think anyone was going to allow that to happen to Leonardo DiCaprio on screen. Um, <laughs> so I think yeah. that also added to like the shock value for sure. Maybe you guys can tell me a little bit about the arrival because I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen <sighs> highly recommended. Great movie. Amy Adams is a linguist. She's a language expert and she's recruited. She is recruited by the U S government to go in and help the world essentially established some sort of communication between a recently um, arrived arrived um, alien alien uh, species or alien body, right? Um, and so extraterrestrials thing. And so you know they get her in there, and of course her character is like the you know she's the scientist, and then you've got the 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 you've got the opposing. Uh, characters of like the you know the military the the headstrong military the guys military, like, yeah yeah they're like no let's shoot it and she's like no let me give a shot to try to communicate and she goes in there and yeah, she you starts get one more chance Amy Adams exactly and she's like I'm Amy Adams you know you I'm the I'm the protagonist you 
you can't shoot me in the head at the end. And so that is the 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 the, the synopsis, I guess, of the movie. The twist is that Bruce Willis the entire time. It was Bruce Willis the entire time. The twist is that the time is like time is a loop. Yes. Time is looping. <laughs> and she so time it the twist is that time is looping somehow. I'm not doing this justice. She gives herself information about the future and she has to decide what she's going to do with that information. And that's the twist. Yes. It's basically, yes. Hmm. It, it, the, the end of the movie informs this character's backstory of having to do with, I think, her daughter, whom she lost. Yes, her daughter. And she, I believe she gets information in which it will help her past self save her daughter or something like that, right? No. So, so her future, okay. So her future self tells her past self that she's going to have a daughter, but the daughter's going to die when she's a teenager. So the it's kind of like a like a thought exercise as a movie. Like, yes, if you knew that your child was going to die, would you still have would you still have a child? And it's like a it's it's an ethical quandary as a movie. Like, there's not a right answer. It's just an interesting thing. Or at least I feel like there's not a right answer. It's just an interesting thing to uh, discuss with your buddies over some Arby's. <laughs> mm. Big beef and movie discussion. So, okay, so I haven't seen it. You guys can give me some perspective of this. You've kind of described this, the end, the twist, or whatever. Do you, how do you feel like that would impact like my viewing experience of The Arrival if I went and watched it? I feel like you'd enjoy the hell out of this movie, and I give it over The Departed. The Departed. The, the Arrival over The Departed. And there's no Marky Mark in The Arrival, so that's a plus. Which one of these gates is The Arrival Gates, and which one is The Departed Gates? <laughs> So Sam, it sounds like your takeaway is the arrival, the arrival should depart for the next round. <laughs> the arrival should depart. Wait, no. Yes. The departed should depart. Yeah. The departed should <laughs> Time's a loop, see? <laughs> save your daughter. Are you gonna save your daughter? Uh yeah. The departed should depart from this bracket and the arrival should depart, should get on the plane and depart to the next round. Thank you for saving me on that. Yes. You saved my life. Oh, you guys, I can't wait to, d- to debate the arrival versus crazy, stupid <laughs> love. I think I know where I land on that. <laughs> Even for a movie I haven't seen. Because <laughs> you guys... <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys just secondhand describing the arrival to me. It's more than <laughs> crazy, stupid love. <laughs> I was fucking riveted compared to how I felt about crazy, stupid love. Okay. All right, this next matchup, we've got Iron Man 3 against The Village. A Shane Black joint versus a uh, M. Night Shyamalan joint. I'm just going to say at the jump, go watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, go watch mm-hmm. that movie. Just stop what you're doing right now. Yeah, Go watch that movie. Just it has nothing to do with this conversation other than the same director. Yeah. Same director and, the- and writer. Go watch that movie. Oh, well, and same lead actor, right? Go watch that movie. Kiss. Yeah, well, hey, you know what? That ushered in the Phoenix-like rise of Robert Downey Jr. and brought Val Kilmer back yes. into yes. the world again for a moment. Um, go watch that movie. Oh, God, you guys, what a what a great movie. Plus, hey, Christmas is right around the corner. It is a Christmas movie, dare I say. Oh, let's just let's just talk about that movie for yeah, the Yeah, let's do that. Let's just do that. 
Okay, so Iron Man 3... I mean, God knows Iron Man 3 versus the village isn't worth it. All right. <laughs> okay, Iron Man. I enjoyed Iron Man 3. All right, Iron Man 3. I enjoyed Iron Man 3. It has its detractors. In terms of a trilogy, I think it's much... It's eons. It's light years better than the second movie. Uh, I think it holds its own as just a standalone movie. I will go to bat for Iron Man 3 any day. It doesn't have Mickey Rourke in it, which is also a plus times three. Um, <laughs> do you think... <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a flashback. Uh, do, you think... <laughs> do you think of the other... <laughs> I like where this is going already. Do you think during the film of the others, Nicole Kidman pretended to be a ghost the whole time? <laughs> you can't see me. I hundred percent. She went. She went full. Yeah. She went yeah. full. Uh, full full method. method. Full method. Yep. As a ghost. Yeah. She's just at the craft services table with like a sheet over yeah. her, like <laughs> struggling to put cream cheese on a bagel. Isn't it spooky how this bagel is? <laughs> <laughs> so Iron Man three twist twist. <laughs> the villain is not who you think he is. Yes, this was a favorite, I don't know, because maybe because I'm a nerd, again, um, I'm a comic book nerd. The villain that they built up to be the villain turns out to be uh, also a, a great joke, by the way, a great character, like just a, yes. played by Ben Kingsley, nails it, um, mm-hmm. a, just just the hum- brings the humor and it informs the story more. And yeah, I mean, the only sucky thing... Uh, that's a technical term, is that it just makes the third act, it kind of almost takes away from who the villain is. You kind of don't care who the villain is. It just kind of makes him boring by the end. Yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed what they did with it. I loved the twist. It twisted me. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yep. I enjoyed that. I love it, yeah. Like Guy Pierce's character is sort of like a follow-up villain after the reveal. Yeah, I don't think that is very interesting, but I thought the lead up to that twist of like, um, that reveal was fantastic. The village, on the other hand, M night Shyamalan, there was unbreakable, there was signs and there was the village, which was in my opinion, a great one, two, three punch. I know not everybody agrees with me on that, but so the village is essentially solving in the middle of a forest. Um, they are, uh, uh, there's monsters in the forest that are keeping everybody in little, you know, uh, little windmill houses. Also, I should mention this is not modern day. The twist is that it is modern day twist. Um, and also the monsters are just people in the village that um, are trying to keep people from adventuring, from exploring. Yeah, it feels yeah like the onset is this very utopian uh, where you feel like, oh, period horror piece. Right. And yeah, I think it was sort of like that kind of double twist, right? Like, like the reveal of like why and who is making this happen. Right. Like um, who's setting those boundaries and creating this like mythos of these monsters. Right. And then also then the reveal, like you do that, like drone shot, right. Like pan out. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I think this is when people were just starting to kind of lose their patience a little bit with the, um, you know, finger guns, M night Shyamalan gotcha again. Yeah, I think so. And I, I remember really enjoying the movie when I saw it, but I think I give it a pass because even with 
I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn because I don't think that movie needed that reveal to be good. I think you could have not had that and it could have not been in mm. modern day and that same concept of hey, we've created this fake boogeyman as a means of controlling you and and protecting this utopia, right? Or this like pastoral village that we've created, this protecting this society or this structure we've built, right? So I think that's still that would have been a enough. good movie. Yeah. And that tension and, and everything. Um, I still think it's a good movie. Again, it, I think it just felt superfluous to the story that was already told, which was kind of, you know, kind of cool and mind blowing and like, Oh yeah, like it was fun. Like I, I still really enjoyed it, but yeah, it felt like it felt unnecessary. I think that uh, the village, there's a better, like you said, Bobby, I think there's a much better movie in there that doesn't need that special ending. You know, like just the, just the idea mm-hmm. of of the movie, even if it took place in the time that, like, in the time it's you're led to believe that it took place, and you have the the elders, the village elders mm-hmm. that don't want their you know children to be corrupted by the outside world, and so they keep them in there because they pretend that there's monsters in the woods and blah blah blah. I think that's a really cool concept. I think the twist ending was cool. Um, but that's the thing, right? It was like a cool twist ending. Did it? It did. Do you guys remember being like, "Oh my god!" Like, like did it? Did it shock you as it like as a twist ending? I didn't shit my pants, but I did enjoy it. Um, it shocked me for sure. It caught me off guard. But the sad thing about it is now that's all anybody talks about in that movie. That is everything that he's great about, right? Building tension character arcs uh you know like interesting characters and dialogue and interesting situations and set pieces right like that still has all that great stuff but now that's all anybody talks about is like the twist so the village is is devoid of all meaning mm. now to most people except for just oh my god the twist of the end it's modern day like again it it and it the only thing anybody talks about now is that and that's unfortunate so is anybody going to go to bat for either one of these movies or should we flip a coin the official second best challenge coin. Oh, the village just takes Iron Man just by a hair. It surprised me more. I was more like, oh my God. All right. So it sounds like the village takes it. I think I'm going to go Iron Man three just because I feel like maybe in like the Marvel universe or in, in Marvel films, they don't do much of the like, playing with your expectations right it's kind of like you yeah you know what bobby i'm gonna i'm gonna put my sam hat on here and and actually i'm gonna swing i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna swing back and because you just reminded me something the whole promotion the whole promotional uh lead up to iron man 3 had like ben kingsley all big front center and the posters i mean they committed to that wholeheartedly like that was the long the long game Yeah. yeah You know what? I'm going to go with Iron Man 3. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just twist Iron Man 3. Twist? I'll give it to Iron Man 3. You won me over, Bobby. Yep. Swing to miss. Iron Man 3 takes it. <laughs> Our next matchup is Scream up against Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Gone Girl, so... Who wants to give me the elevator pitch? Oh, interesting. Um, let's start with Scream. So, Scream. 
the whole conceit of it is sort of like a take on horror movies. It's sort it's very it was like kind of the first kind of meta, you know, we're going to kind of poke fun uh at the different horror movie tropes. Uh, you know, the 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 phone call coming in from inside the house or the, you know, the final girl and all these, you know, the whole thing is these these characters in the movie are a bunch of high school kids that love horror movies and they actually refer to things that are happening in the movie that it's kind of meta layer talks about itself as it's happening so that was like very, very self-aware, self-aware. It, was, it was very mm-hmm. cool i remember mm-hmm. seeing in the movie theater it was packed movie theaters it was novel at the time that 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 level of self-awareness was very yeah it, yeah uh written by um wes craven it was directed by the wes craven the Wes Craven, and it was written by Kevin Williamson, who also ri- uh, wrote a bunch of stuff for like the CW and uh, shows and, and and that kind of stuff. He's kind of a big name, yeah. So that's kind of the concept of the movie. Uh, if the uh, it was the 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 ghost face killer, everyone kind of if you close your eyes and think about mm-hmm. what this guy looks like, everyone kind of remembers him, uh, what he looks like. What's funny is that's been like part of pop culture for so long that I actually forgot that that's where this. Like th- that's where the ghost face came from. Yeah. So anyway, so Nev, uh, Drew Barrymore is in it, right? Another big name. So we have a twist in the beginning of the movie. Drew Barrymore is in it. She gets mm-hmm. she gets right. murdered. She gets killed in the first like ten minutes. Right. Right. Well, she was like top billing. It was like Drew Barrymore in Scream, and then she gets murdered in the first five minutes. Yep. The twist at the end. We want to go there. The twist at the end. So the whole movie is like, oh, which one of these kids, right? Or which who is the killer, right? It's a real person. It's not some like boogeyman. Who's the real killer? At the end, you find out that it's actually two people. It is Matthew Lillard and um, his friend uh, Skeet, Skeet, Skeet Ulrich, who is the boyfriend of Nev Campbell. And so they are uh, two killers. They're obsessed with horror movies. They killed the mother. They killed. Yes, they killed Nev Campbell's mom. Um, and they, yes, and they, uh, were, and they, I, why did they do it? Was it just like, oh, we're crazy killer people? I think. Nev Campbell's mother had an affair right. with. With Ski Ulrich's dad. Okay. Yes. Yes. Triple twist. Turns out, turns out, yep. turns out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, the triple, triple turns, turns out. out. Yeah. And so, and then Bruce Willis shows up at the end and the whole thing just turns upside down. Oh, they go to space in the fourth one. It's terrible. They, yeah. Scream, scream in space. In space. No one can hear you scream. <laughs> Starring Jamie Kennedy. I think the only thing still worth watching that features Jamie Kennedy is the time he hosted a interview and Q&A at the E3 like expo, and he's stoned off his ass. You can watch it on YouTube. Uh, he makes a complete ass of himself, uh, and it's, uh, it's very cringe, but you should watch it. Are we laughing with him or at him? Oh, we're laughing at him. Oh, okay. He's 30 bong loads in, like, <laughs> pulling up to Del Taco. So you, sh- you should watch it. Oof. Gone Girl, on the other hand, um, woman goes missing. Her husband, who's kind of a dick, is the uh, prime suspect. And the whole movie, like, it's a vibe. It's very much about, like, bad vibes only. The twist, twist, um, about midway through, is that uh, she planned the whole thing. Uh, she like wrote this like journal over time and like planted evidence and everything all to kind of frame him because he had cheated on her. The novel thing about this movie is that the twist comes halfway through the movie and not at the end. And I enjoyed it. And you guys, for years, I thought Marcella was going to gone girl me. I, I was I w- <laughs> looking, looking behind my, my, you know, looking over my shoulder 
for years. You should just you should just get ahead of her and just gone boy her. Oh, I could go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different movie. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna gone boy you. <laughs> go, gone gal. That's for the that's for the yaw. That's the yaw version of mm-hmm. uh, of Gone Girl. Gone gal. Uh huh. Gone gal. XOXO. Gone gal. <laughs> oh, sisterhood of the traveling gone gals. <laughs> Scream versus Gone Girl. Did you guys see Gone Girl? What did you think of it? I've seen both. I saw Gone Girl. I remember, thankfully, when I went into it, my expectations were very low, and I I knew next to nothing about it. So I think that really teed me up for a good experience because it did surprise me. And it's a movie featuring Ben Affleck that I thought was palatable. I didn't hate him because he's miserable the whole time in the movie. So yeah, God, that movie was was actually really good. It, I think um I think too like it was sort of like here's the book of the minute, right? You're yeah. like the movie yeah, adaptation yeah, yeah. of a thing, right? And I think there was some hype, but yeah, I knew nothing about it, went in, enjoyed it. The twist like shocked me. And again, like you said earlier, the twist sort of happens in the middle mm-hmm. and the more they explore that and they tee it up, um, the more enjoyable and terrifying it got. So again, it wasn't even just like, of course, like the twist is a right a pivotal point, but even the events afterwards. It's not like, Oh, here's a twist roll credits. Ha ha. Like, no, like it really earns it like throughout the rest of the movie. Man, this is tough. There's a story from gone girl. Um, is it about the ben hat? Affleck, oh my God. Um, the hat. Yes. Uh, the director wanted him to wear a Yankees hat. Uh, he goes, I'm from Boston. I'm Billy Costigan. Um, and he refuses to wear the Yankees hat and it shut down production for days because he refused to wear this Yankees hat in character. Yes, and they they agreed to not use either, right? And he ends up wearing like a... It's a a neutral ground hat that he ends up in. Yeah. I don't know. If I was a director, I'd be like, guess what, asshole? You're wearing a bucket hat. (laughs) Put the fucking hat on and take your millions of dollars and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Also, you're acting for the... (laughs) Like, isn't that what acting is? You didn't actually... isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And the hottest role I ever had was a... Uh, no, no, can't do it. Got it. <laughs> I can't, nope. <laughs> do you know who I am? I'm Ben Affleck. Um, I, uh, I, um, by the way, guys, this is the second David Fincher movie, and not the last in this list. The Game? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, n- hmm. Gone Girl? And yes. Probably another big reason why I enjoyed it so much. I like David Fincher. It's a- yeah. It's a it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. I am going to even though I I've known this about Gone Girl. I've known what this the, I know this about Gone Girl. I've known the twist of this because it was a book and blah, you, like you said it was pretty hyped up. I kind of know, and I still kind of am going with Scream. I still got to go Gone Girl, Bobby. Oh man, I was hoping I wasn't going to be the decider. All right, let me just think out loud. For 30 seconds, and then I'll make a decision. Who are your better friends with? I think, uh, okay, Gone Girl. Let me collect my thoughts and explain to you. I'm going to mind vomit at you guys right now. I think Gone Girl was fascinating because after the twist, it kept adding to just how horrifying this character is and how like devious and manipulative and 
just like the utter genius of like this character's plan is horrifying. And I don't know if I think that that is more entertaining than like the reveal of that. Ugh. You're right. And they're interesting characters because like everybody sucks here. Like nobody rules, you know, like especially Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie, it shows the two of them and they're like getting ready for an interview or whatever. And they're both just like, you know, all the life is just pulled out of their eyes. God, this sounds. Yeah. It's Gone Gone Girl. Girl. It's Gone Girl. Yeah. I'll give it. Or you can scream all you want, but it's Gone Girl to the next round. Woo! All right, our next matchup here, The Wicker Man, the 70s version, not the Nicolas Cage version. Um, So The Wicker Man, 70s version, or Chinatown, also 70s version. So I I may need some assistance here. I don't know where you guys fall on this one. I have not seen either Wicker Man. Uh, Ori, have you seen The Wicker Man or Chinatown or both? I've seen The Wicker Man, yes. And I've also seen Chinatown, but not when I was old enough to appreciate all the intricacies of what what went down in that movie. So I think we need a right. I think all mm, the mall and water yes, stuff. I think we need a refresh of Chinatown from yeah. you, Sam. And if you want uh mm-hmm. yeah, I mean Wicker Man, if you don't want a monologue, I'll be happy to take Wicker Man. So Chinatown reboot, yes or no? Ooh, Chinatown reboot. You're using By David Fincher, yes. Like a remake. Yeah, he, <laughs> Ooh, he yeah. kill it. Especially I think because it was a book first, right? So they can they can kind of adapt it in a in its own way. All right. Chinatown, Faye Dunaway, uh, Jack Nicholson, Faye Dunaway's husband dies. She hires Jack Nicholson, who's a private eye to investigate. Uh, he discovers that she's got a sister twist. Her sister, Catherine is also her daughter. Um, and as a result of, uh, some terrible things that her father did when she was 15, um, a very, very terrible, sad twist, but a twist. Nonetheless, Chinatown itself is, Again, just like a really good mood movie. Like, I mean, it's one of the noir mm-hmm. like classics. It kind of defined the noir genre for a very long time. Um, and Jack Nicholson is just, uh, he, he's great in it. But we're talking about twists. So as far as twists go, I give it a B minus. Mm. So you're already, it's already a second best of a second best. <laughs> it's already, yeah, it's, it's second best squared. Or you tell me about Wicker Man. So the Wicker Man um, is not the protagonist of the Wicker Man, even though that is a movie I'd like to see. Uh, <laughs> it's basically a classic tale of a man um, who goes uh, to, I think he's an investigator. Uh, he's a sergeant. He's a sergeant. Yes. From from the mainland. From the mainland. Um, he goes to an island uh, to... Um, Look for a missing girl. A missing girl. Thank you. Uh, we're playing Mad Libs here. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, he goes to look for a missing girl. Uh, the island is filled uh, with uh, people, kind of unlike, um, uh, not unlike, I should say. Uh, you know, the people um, of the village, right? Oh yeah. Um, similar, similar, right? Similar. Um, something's a little bit off. It's very much a mood, right? We've, but it kind of started the, this genre. We've all seen movies like this um, since uh, it kind of started the genre. Basically, he's being um, he's being queued up, uh, if you will, by the people. He's being toyed with. He's being toyed with. He's being toyed with by the people of this uh, of this community. 
Uh, and essentially the movie climaxes or, or it leads up to um, basically this, this, uh, the movie leads up to basically a ritual, um, which uh, for, for the, for the, I think it was for the crops, right. Or for the, for the crops of this, of this community. Uh, and uh, the ritual uh, was um, it basically is this man is being led, was being led to this community uh, so that they he becomes the sacrifice of uh, for them. Mm-hmm. He gets put in this uh, erected giant uh, wicker, uh, man made of 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 straw, and well, this wicker man. He's a human sized man, and he gets put inside a larger wicker man. So it's a man inside of a man. So it's literally Burning Man. Yes, he mm-hmm. yes. This man yeah. gets shoved into a tiny version of another man, <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> Um, no, and then yeah, and then gets set on fire, and uh, his screams um, drown out. Uh, take us, uh, and then fade to black in the movie end. Uh, and God, I wish we were talking about the Nicolas Cage movie because there's so much to mine there, um, but we won't do that. So we were talking earlier about main characters that um, you don't think are going to die at the end, but end up dying at the end. Um, did you think that he was going to survive, like find a way out? I think it's pretty clear that he's going to die. Yes. The, to me, the twist is that she was never missing and it was all a ruse and that you don't find that out until the end. Yes. It's almost like the audience is in on it and the twist is like the you the twist is like the, you, the audience almost knows about it b- before the character knows about it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like you watch the like twist, but like on the character. <laughs> like, True. Which I, which is fine, uh, which I appreciate. So I, I think... What would you say a B over a B B minus? Would you give uh, Chinatown a B? Was it a B plus? I gave the twist in Chinatown a B minus. I would say the twist in Wicker Man is somewhere in the A territory. Getting lit on fire inside of another man, a smaller man getting shoved into a smaller, tinier man, and then that man getting yeah. shoved into a bigger. It's like a nesting doll. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's totally a nesting doll. The a the flames. Wicker Man is inside of a bigger Wicker Man. That's the that's the plot of Wicker Man too. The Wickening. There's a huge third Wicker Man. It's insane. And then and then in the third one, they put it inside of Bruce Willis. Actually, Bruce Willis. They go all Fantastic Voyage on it, shrink everything down, mm-hmm. and inject Bruce Willis with a Wicker Man inside of a Wicker Man. It's insane. Yeah. And then the the fifth one is really when they like kind of go back to first principles, you know, really just like the foundations mm. of of the Wicker Man. Well, that's when that's when they brought Scorsese in, right? And that was Wicker Man versus Godzilla, right? And that was Wicker Man versus the Irish Mob in Boston. Ah. Can I see that movie? Can you please put it in? Can you yeah. just feed it right into my brain? I would watch that movie. Is that man made a Wicker? Are you a Wicker Man? <laughs> he burst into the flames. <laughs> Holy shit, guy! You're on fire. You're on- <laughs> holy shit, guy! You're on fire. <laughs> Please, sorry. I'm sorry, Bobby. No, now I just want to see a film where one of the characters is a, a burning wicker man who's screaming the entire time. Is there no Duncan on this island? Oh, this sucks. Chinatown reboot starring the wicker man, <laughs> starring Ben Affleck. Forget it, wicker man. It's Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you guys for the wicker man. Wicker Man. How gracious. The Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Thanks. 
Wicker Man. He's on fire. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Boom laka. Oh my god, if you what's the cheat code in 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 NBA Jam to get the Wicker Man to pop out there? <laughs> you got to put the initials uh, WKM. Nicholas Cage with a with a bolt with a helmet full of bees just running around and shooting shooting <laughs> shooting three pointers. <laughs> it's NBA Jam with a big head mode and bees uh, mode. Oh man! And you're on fire mode. Love it. All right, our next matchup here is Fight Club with a question mark versus Shutter Island. Why was it a question mark? I'm going to tell you because I'm going to throw a curveball at you. The twist that everybody knows in Fight Club is that Tyler Durden and Jack are the same person. Um, and uh, they realize this at the end. Here's the actual twist, is that nobody actually understands that movie, that the point of the movie is that Tyler Durden sucks. And uh, the twist is that um, there are millions of uh, young white dudes who just want to be Brad Pitt, um, and they completely misunderstand the point of that movie. That's the twist. It's a real-life twist. Yes, but sitting there in the theater, that wasn't... Uh, yes, it took a life of its own, for sure. Yes. And by the way, the book, which came before the movie, um, leans it leans into that way more. Yeah, I think as a younger person, I definitely was a huge mark for this. Uh, and I didn't really understand that. So now I can watch it and have a very different perspective as an older person. And I think yeah. removed from other people's it, like impact on how I view this. Um, I think it's a credit to the, the movie. The twist was pretty great. Caught me off guard. And then also the sort of secondary twist at the end of the film, where you find out like what the fuck like project mayhem was in just yeah. how insanely deep, like Ed Norton's character got into. I think that was also kind of like, like, I don't know, a great closing to that movie, but uh, yeah, I mean that, that and, Pixies. Uh, I mean, when that, when that, when that song comes comes on at the end, it's it's. Oh, where's yes, my mind? I, sh- I mean, shit, my pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Chef's Kiss, right? Yeah, fucking perfection. Hmm. Um. We haven't we haven't talked about Shutter Island yet. Which is hey, it's, uh, we've got two Scorsese movies on here. Um, twist, twist. This is a Scorsese movie that is not about Sam. It's not about Irish gangsters. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> But also Leo DiCaprio. And Mark Ruffalo. I got to say, so first of all, I loved this movie. Um, I loved everything about it. Um, I didn't see the twist coming at all. And I think, so from from my understanding in the book, it's clearer what the actual... All right, so I should should back up. So Shutter Island, uh, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio um, is a cop that comes to a um, uh, a very... uh, uh, eerie hospital with mark ruffalo um they're investigating is a a murder a missing it's a missing 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 person right right um and they go around they talk to people everybody's giving them side eye there there's they they feel very unsafe um and then twist twist um is that leonardo dicaprio is actually a patient at the hospital mark ruffalo is his doctor and they're trying an experimental um experimental therapy therapy uh to try and get him to uh remember some very sad stuff from from his past so now at the end i have a feeling we're gonna we're gonna have some disagreements here but at the end i feel like it's a little open-ended because they say you know if you 
Um, there's this big conflict in a lighthouse. Mark Ruffalo says, hey, look, if this therapy fails, then we got to give you a lobotomy. Um, and then it's the very next day, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, uh, Leo DiCaprio's character goes back into his delusion that he's a detective. And uh, so Mark Ruffalo gives like the little, <laughs> you know, the, the, the shake in his head uh, move to the, uh, uh, to the doctors and, and um, the, it, we are led to believe that uh, he's going in for a lobotomy. So now I feel like it is left unsaid whether he actually is like back to the delusion or he remembers just how terrible all of his memory, like, or he remembers all these terrible memories and wants to get a lobotomy. I'm sad now. Yeah, as I say, bleak. <laughs> the first rule of Shutter Island yeah. is you don't talk about Shutter Island. That that twist got me too. I, I, I'll I give you that. I, I enjoyed the hell out of that movie too. I thought mm-hmm. it was really made, or really made. I thought it was made. Yeah. <laughs> it was made. It, it was certainly a movie yeah. that was made. You're right. Okay, yep. Okay, wrap 100% it up. We're done here. Correct. It was a great twist. I think... Um, Gosh, wasn't Ben Kingsley in that too? He was, yes. He was the uh, kind of the the principal, <laughs> uh, the 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 yeah, the hospital daddy. That's actually the name of his character, Hospital Daddy. When you look at the credits, uh, Ben Kingsley. There we go. I'm going to give it to Fight Club. I'm going to give it to Shutter Island. I just have to. I have to. You guys, I shit my pants when I learned that Tyler Durden was Tyler Durden, and I shit my pants when Leonardo DiCaprio was on the cliff. But you shit your pants like... I've shit my pants three times during this podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, twist. I've never seen Shutter Island. Going on off of your descriptions, it sounds interesting. I'd still like to watch it. But I'm going to have to go with Fight Club because at the end of that movie, because of those like various twists, I wanted to immediately watch that movie over again. And then you realize when upon like rewatch that movie is like kind of fucking with you the entire time. I don't think that that would necessarily like work anymore, but it felt novel at the time. Fight Club. Don't talk about it. Sam, uh, uh, tell us where we're at, buddy. We are in round two. The theme for this round is staying power of the movie. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 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 First round, the game versus the others. Staying power specifically. Game is a classic. Michael Douglas, Sean Penn. That sort of like psychological thriller. Um, Still a very uh, popular formula today. The others you could still watch every year at Halloween. (laughs) You guys, I'm feeling a Cole Kidman fright flick tonight. I think the game is... I think the game wins this. We're still talking about it today. Bobby wants to be the gamed. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. be the othered. We're still talking about. It. We're still talking about it. Today. We're st- our others. The our others. Oh, yeah. I think the others is the lasting legacy of that. Like is the twist, but the rest of the movie has been done ad nauseum. And even the like visual, like visuals were nice. But I think mm-hmm. that movie's been done a bunch. Um, maybe not that specific reveal or in that way. Um, well, at the time, it was very, it was a very good movie, and I enjoyed it. Uh, and that takes a lot for me for a horror movie 
Uh, I'd probably still watch it again, but I still think the game takes it. This one's this treats for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Michael gets a treat. Michael gets a treat. <laughs> Michael takes it from the cookie jar. What the hell? Who is what the fuck was that? I don't know. You know, hey, you know what? You're supposed to guess and. Okay. Did, did Sam, do you agree? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's not game over for the game. The others will join the others in the green room. All right. Next matchup. Crazy Stupid Love against The Arrival. Or for me, it's Crazy Stupid Love versus your guys' description of The Arrival. <laughs> Which takes it. Which takes it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gifted storytellers. If there's one thing that they'll say about us, is we're gifted storytellers. It's got to be The Arrival. I took Crazy Stupid Love as far as I could take it. As far as it could go. <laughs> uh, responsibly. And now... Uh, I got to leave it. I got to leave it behind. It's got to be the arrival. I, I, You know, would you guys watch um, Sane Smart Hate? Don't say anything, Bobby. Just let it hang there. Just just let him dangle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but do that with Heat, Pray, Love. Uh, <laughs> eat, eat, pray, love. The inverse of Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vomit um. anyways anyways <laughs> the arrival takes it so long Steve Carell so long beautiful Ryan Gosling you know if if I was if I knew what crazy stupid love would be up against I would have instead of crazy stupid love I would have brought uh, welcome to Marwin Wait, did you guys hear that? Just let it hang there. I, I thought I heard a tumbleweed. Next up, Iron Man up against Gone Girl. Remind me of the theme for this round. So the theme is staying power. Oh, this is tough because I think... Mm, yeah, this is tough, but we, I don't think we could talk about it. Oh, oh, like I'll say that. Yeah, mm. yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Iron Man 3 gets it! <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I think it takes it. Takes it. still relevant for reasons we won't talk about. Uh, Gone Girl still fantastic. Not really. I don't know. I don't know who's still talking it's about just, it. It's just a good movie that happened. That happened yeah, for yep. sure. Yep, very good film. Mm-hmm. It was a movie that yep. was made. Yes, and Iron Man three. I feel like that is still paying dividends. Obviously, but we'll talk about that. And I don't know. Stay tuned for Marvel cast. I'm I'm super into that. I'd be super into that. Second round, last battle, Wicker Man versus Fight Club. Staying <sighs> with that NBA with that NBA Jam's cheat code, I think the Wicker Man <laughs> might, have taken, might have taken it from downtown. It's got it's got to be Wicker Man. Got to be Wicker wait, Man. Wait, 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 wait. You're so it's you're saying it's just the Wicker Man by layup. Yes, I'm saying Fight Club is in the paint, is trying to hit the trying to hit the basket. Just you know, sometimes it gets one in, sometimes it doesn't. Wicker Man is is all over the court. Wicker Man is just playing with Fight Club. I uh, so uh, God, I think Sam, I'm I'm gonna I am going to uh, Fight Club you on this, um, and I think that your 
I think that you're back. I think you're carrying some baggage into this with, I think your, your fight club baggage. Uh, that's my, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. my perception mm-hmm. here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I also have fight club baggage. I think fight club is more, I, we talk about wicker man because we talk about wicker man. Everybody else talks about fight club. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say, did you say winker man? Yeah, it's the sequel. Oh, Winker Man. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Henry Winkler. <laughs> Winkler Man. Yes. So the Wicker Man, I think, unfortunately, what has stayed is like, it's just a meme now, right? It's like as this like cult classic joke, Nick Cage movie. And I think that that unfortunately like stains the legacy of the original film. So if I had to put these two heads up in the basement of a bar going head to head uh fight club wins tyler durden beats the shit it really honestly it's uh, it's just because of that dust brothers score Ooh, it's, it's very good it's very very good very yes. good all right we have jettisoned into the semifinals we've got two matchups here the theme is the theme here is would the movie still be good if you knew the twist ahead of time so someone is an asshole and they spoiled it for you, but you begrudging or like, fuck you, I'm going to watch it anyways. Do you still enjoy it? All of these movies did come out 15 years ago or more. So actually not the arrival. Never mind. So first matchup, the game, the arrival. Oh, this one is super tough. Having watched both. I don't even know how Bobby, how you can even t- deal with this. Uh, yeah, this sucks because, <laughs> uh, if there if there was no theme, I think I'd ride the game train all the way to Finalstown. <laughs> <laughs> but I, this is tough for me because I want to I want to say that if you knew the twist from the game, it might ruin that experience for you, right? I mean, or it I, I would love to watch it again because it's been some time. Or I don't know if that actually makes it more interesting because there is something mm. to latch on to through like a, through like a, a rerun, right? Like fight club definitely has some stuff for you to go back and like, look for Easter eggs and whatever, right? Some winky clues or whatever, call it cliche or whatever. But I don't know if the game has that. So I've, I've watched, I've watched the game a second time more, uh, more than once. And here's my take on that. I think that the twist of the game doesn't, inform the unfortunately doesn't inform the the anything that precedes that um and so when you're watching it you're not you're not going like you're not re it doesn't recontextualize anything that they put on the screen there's no like undercurrent of something that you're Mm -hmm. like oh you know this i can look at this in a different way because the whole movie is all about it's a thriller right it's not a character study it's yeah. not you know it's like first this happens then this happens and they go on a car chase then they go on this then they go on that you know maybe the thing that you find out is that his brother isn't dead but again you're all seeing it from his perspective not from his brother's perspective you know not blah 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 so mm-hmm. um from that reason alone i just it didn't recontextualize it. i didn't see any of the characters in a different way um knowing that mm-hmm. having said that Having having monologue there, um, the arrival, it's almost like the twist is not really related in a way to the rest of the movie. 
Um, so having knowing knowing the twist doesn't it actually kind of makes you want to watch it many more times. Knowing the twist, you kind of want to watch it again because knowing that information, you want to go back and see all the different like clues and hints and stuff of the arrival. Hmm. Well, I'll buy that. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to use the official second best challenge coin and flip it, and I'm going to go with the game. I'll go with the game. Yeah, I got to go with the two because I haven't seen the rival, so I don't feel informed enough for that one. The game continues. <laughs> All right. Second matchup of the semifinals. Iron Man 3 versus Fight Club. If you know the twist, does it ruin the film? For Iron Man 3, I don't think it does. And for Fight Club, I think it does. Ooh. I don't think it ruins the film, but it definitely makes it less enjoyable to watch the second time. Ah, You get that galaxy brain moment the first time you watch it. <laughs> second time, not so much. Iron Man 3, I could... I could I, Iron Man 3, I could watch it over and over and over again. Um, I have. Uh, it didn't ruin it for me, knowing the twist. Fight Club, I've seen it more than once, and I wanted to see it the second time because I wanted to see how the movie would play having known XYZ. Iron Man for me, Iron Man for thee, everybody vote for Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. All right, shut it down. Shut, shut it all down. Let's go home. Iron Man 3. I think Fight Club's great. I think the twist was interesting. I don't think that I would necessarily want to watch this movie over and over again because it's... I've gotten everything I need to get out of it at the time I needed to get something out of it. Um, the only thing that remains for me is again, the aforementioned dust brothers score to that film is literally the only thing I want to really digest of that anymore. Um, I would watch iron man three over and over again. It's one of my favorite. I think it's a standout Marvel movie. The twist, obviously again, we kind of hinted at it kind of pays dividends. Um, it's still something that's still important. Mm. That's still happening in that franchise. Um, and I would rewatch that. Yeah, I would rewatch that again because it's just like it's fun and it's quick and it's snappy and it's funny. And I don't think the twist, if you know it, it doesn't ruin the experience at all. It takes away maybe some of the tension, but honestly, I still think that's like a standout, a standout twist and a standout movie. I'll go with it. I'll go with Iron Man three. I did not see Iron Man three going all the way, going all the way to the finals. <laughs> I don't get why uh, it's like one of the, I don't know, it's so divisive. Also a Christmas movie, by the way. All right. Final round, you guys. Uh, two movies remain, both with good twists. Uh, no theme for this round. We're just going head to head. The game against Iron Man 3. Thankfully, movies we've all seen, mm -hmm. movies we all enjoy, movies we'd still rewatch again. Yes, both of these. Movies with fun twists. Both larger no. franchises feature Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas gets two treats. <laughs> <laughs> Gut feeling, I gotta give it to the game. Game recognizes game. <laughs> I think the game, I think it, within the theme of this episode, right, second best movie twist, I think the game touches on that a little, you know, just edges um over iron man 3 a little bit because the game is like the twist is just so pivotal to that movie 
I mean, it is just mm-hmm. so pivotal. Mm-hmm. Iron Man three, it it's not as pivotal, but I I think the game mm-hmm. is is more emblematic of our our theme here of best movie twist. One for the game, two for the game. I think the game wins the game. Second best movie twist. Second best movie twist. Sam, we need the drum roll. With a bullet. Goes to the game. Oh, sorry. Oh, man, I should have had it queued up. Um, second best movie twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my face is just one big sinus right now, you guys. <laughs> just leave that the way it is. Just put that in. <laughs> Uh, this is why i said no sounds on the second best show (laughs) the game the game does it also the game you guys lose the game we we, we lost the game very early yeah actually i just lost the game because it was the first time i thought about it which is shocking but now you're all playing the game and the next time you hear the and game, everyone who's listening to this have now has now lost the game. Yeah, and now they just lost again. If you just lost the game along with us, you can go to the secondbestshow.com. You can find our socials. You can listen to past shows, see other winners, um, and lots of other goodies. We'll see you next time where we will discuss the second best, most unhinged Nicolas Cage performance. No? No? I thought it was second best full frontal male nudity in a motion picture. Dude, new modern judgment was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Oh my god, yeah. Carl Carl Ur- with Carl Urban? Like the moot from Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck me up with Carl Urban any day. Carl Urbane Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>